Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I fell, oh, well, I fell off uh, the Trojan horse, of course. Which, uh... Interesting gambit. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Tony Law Tapes, the podcast where I, John Luke Roberts, interview Tony Law about his time travelling. Welcome to this episode, which is a very special one. It's the second part of our Edinburgh Fringe special. Can we have any questions from the crowd? Hello. What's the worst thing you've ever fallen off? Mm, what's worst the thing worst I've thing you've ever fallen off? That's greatly question. specific and non-specific at the same time. <laughs> The worst thing I've ever fallen off, uh, real or make-believe? Well, make-believe, Tower of Babel. Fell off that. Uh, Hang on. I was on my way up just trying to decode what everyone was saying. And uh, at at the end of it, learnt a couple of new accents. There was a Northern Irish guy on there. <laughs> he was excellent. I was really glad to see him, actually, with all that babble going on. I, um, was, I was happy to see him. What did you talk about? George Best, and wasn't it a shame? <laughs> I mean, that's not all Northern Irish people talk about. Well, no, but also, I mean, surely you'd brought him the very concept of George Best. I mean, Yeah, I told him all about George Best, yeah. and then later on he wanted to know more about George Best, and he, he, he's like, what a shame with the alcoholism. You know, so that's why we're talking. Yes, yes, good point. And uh, <laughs> but falling off something real. So you told him the real. entire life of a twentieth-century ex- footballer. It was hard work I in order to football. make him sad. I had to explain the modern world. I was, and of course, Northern Ireland uh, at that time, uh, the kingdom of Dalriada. Right. So he wasn't really like a modern Northern Irishman at all. No. But what he had the, the hell he was doing at the Tower of Babel? Oh, I'll never also, know. Yeah, that's baffling. Actually, I've met a lot of guys where after the Anglo, after we lost the bloody Normans, a mm. uh, lot of us became uh, uh, assassins, and uh, you know worked down there with the Varangian Guard in the Byzantine Empire there. <laughs> I was a Varangian. Lots of Anglo-Saxon guys as we get together and yep. shoot the cheese. <laughs> I think that's it. I forget where we're at. Yes, could you repeat the question? Oh. What's the worst thing you've ever fallen off? What's the uh, worst thing you've ever fallen off? Uh, <laughs> Which could be, was that one of the name of your um, Soviet friends? <laughs> What's the worst thing you've ever fallen off? <laughs> that, that'll, that'll stay in. That'll be... <laughs> he doesn't need to say much, but it's all gold. <laughs> I fell. Oh well, I fell off uh, the Trojan horse, of course. 
which... Uh, Interesting gambit. <laughs> what a leap. Off, fell off the Trojan horse, which... Uh, no, great fun that was. Uh, yeah. uh, well, you, all the guys on the inside there were going, quiet, quiet. And, uh, and uh, you know, we were having a great time. And we couldn't, we just couldn't stop laughing. And uh, I, w I was doing, like, mime stand-up to crack the other guys up. And, you know, and you could see a little bit out the outside. And we're on our way through the gates. And, uh, you know, I just start gesturing like this. And they're all like... <laughs> And uh, not, not now, Tony, not now. And um, so we got through. And a lot of people think that, you know, we got out and it was just like a battle right away. But actually, for a long time, they were just stunned. You, you imagine a bunch of people just crawled out of the ass of a horse. And they were like, what? And, then, and that's when we just took them by surprise. Kicked ass. Did you say the most dangerous thing? The worst. Oh, the worst? Oh, easy. I, I was getting a piggyback from Joseph Stalin. <laughs> and I fell off of him. By far the worst thing I've ever fallen off. Yeah. And Lucius Cornelius Sulla. I fell off him as well. Boy, did I ever. Why, so you, you've travelled through history. Did you ask the tyrants to give you piggybacks or did you just Oh no, it's all part of the fun. Those. You know, you get you, that's that's how you get people's confidence, you know, you you, you get playful with Horse them. There many of them were playful. Right. And often I knew them before the tyranny. Like Lucius Cornelius Sulla, we used to uh we used to call him Mulberry. Uh on account he used to break out in a very bright rash when he drank wine and we used to sup with the actors and the you know, the prostitutes. Was wonderful there, times. Was there ever an occasion when you got on somebody's back for a, some, a piggyback? Oh, we were well, having no, well, 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 I've not finished the question. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. When you were on the back while they were not a tyrant and then you stayed on there while they transitioned to <laughs> being a tyrant. To tyranny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of that happening. Okay. But it could have. Mm. Papa Doc Duvalier. I used to piggyback around on his back over there in Haiti. Uh -huh. I hope I've got that right. But uh, not so good with modern dictators. How, many, how, how long a time period would you stay on a back? Oh, no. Just Is it minutes just or days? Or oh, just a uh, week. A week. <laughs> a week tops if they were strong. Yep. I'm not proud of this, but I was a terrible, terrible uh, priest. Uh, uh, when well, I lived with the Mayans, of course, uh, I I was I was a butcher, and up there, you know, and it was a show. You're Tony, putting you on a show up yeah, there. Tony, when you're you've a talked Mayan about priest. this before. Yes, but I haven't really gone into the detail of what it felt like. Okay. To be a Mayan. Priest. Oh, you're happy to go into your feelings. Oh, I felt awful. Um, <laughs> you know, they'd bring you a villager, and you would. Rip his heart out, and he'd still be alive. And you mm. just think, "This is—I feel bad about this." But in order to keep the population, uh, you know, brainwashed into thinking we were super, mm -hmm. super kick-ass, uh, we had to do it. I mean, that's—you know—it's only the great ones could do that. What? <laughs> you got to have a real strong stomach to rip out a guy's heart and then hold it in front of the the people. Mm -hmm. It was a show. I put it to them that we should use fake ones. Um, fake hearts. But 18 Rabbit, the king at the yeah, time, yeah. 
He went, no, 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 no. People will see through that. There'll be thousands of hearts. Well, can I, uh, would you say that you... Watched the film Apocalypto? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen it. I loved it, you know? And I don't like Mel Gibson, but bloody hell, that was excellent. You know, I, I, it does seem to me like I'm much keener on keeping the... Oh, like the illusion of this thing going than you are. Uh, well, no, I mean, that didn't inform my time travel at all. Okay, fine. Wonderful. No, if anything, it was the chat I had with Mel Gibson in the 1980s <laughs> that he took away with him and made the bloody film. I mean, how else would he have known all the details? You Is know. The only occasion on which uh, you've had a conversation with Mel Gibson. And it's Apart from the time film. I pulled him over when I was a cop. <laughs> My God, that, that, that was when the seed just first popped into my head that I should stop drinking. Tony, um... Cathars, yes, I was one. No. <laughs> we have a question from the crowd. Wait, what was the last egg creature that you ever encountered? Uh, I suppose that could have been the abattoir. be a pig. be one of the many thousands of pigs at the abattoir. <laughs> Or could be the horse I lived inside of. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I just I, 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 before we go, like before we go down, I, I'd like some clarification on the question. I don't quite understand it. Well, the last dead creature he ever encountered. The yeah, I mean, I'm sure with all your time travel, creatures which no longer exist. Could have been one of those yeah. captured warriors when I was on the Mayan temple. Pulled out his heart. I, I assume he died. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wasn't there for a confirmation, but but you do think, yeah, no, no, no. He's gonna. It's tough to recover from that. You know, even if you even if you chuck it in right away, you know. <laughs> so so there, I would say that the pig or the man, the horse. I lived in that horse. It was cold. Hang on, which uh, horse? The, the Trojan horse? No, no, the American Civil War. And you I were got, just... I got cut off uh, in the Adirondack Hang on, Mountains, you... and I... Uh, you climbed I into a horse? starving and freezing, and I uh, climbed... Yeah, I cut open the guts of a horse and uh, climbed inside of it and slept in there and uh, ate the guts as I went. <laughs> Wasn't good eating. Did you feel any uh, affinity with the horse? Yes. Well, I, I lived on horseback for about two years when Sorry, I... Sorry, but horseback is not very nutritious. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was on a horse for oh, two oh, years. Oh, you were on... Oh, sorry. You were yes, riding a horse. Yes, when I was with oh. the Golden Horde. I thought you just eating, yeah. And also Genghis Khan. Mm. And, um, but rather embarrassingly, I was too big for the ponies. My feet would drag. Mm-hmm. Looked a bit of a tit, actually. And you did, you know consider, did you consider stacking the ponies? Stacking on of, them? No, stacking. So you put a pony yeah, on top of a pony. Two, two ponies, yeah, that's so a that great you idea. Get your feet off the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember, I'd, all I remember is feeling hurt because of Genghis, the way he teased. A mocker, was he? Oh, he's ruthless. Yeah, bully, was he? He'd, be, he, he'd say things like, you look stupid on that horse. <laughs> And that hurts when it comes from, the, you know, one of the greatest figures of all time. Mm. You just think, wow, that means I look really stupid on this horse. Mm. He knows a thing or two about horses. Yeah, but Shit, that's, that's no good. And they would laugh. And have you ever heard 50,000 horsemen laugh at no, once? That's humiliating. What's it sound like? <laughs> the whole land shakes mm. with your shame. Mm. 
magical times. Did though. you ever? Uh, I wouldn't trade those times with Genghis in for anything. Did you feel that you recovered from them and were accepted by them? I did. I used to laugh about it with Kublai, his grandson. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes, yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be. To be, we'll even give you a one hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com/results to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com/results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite. Of what big wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time for a final question. Uh, in terms of the Silk Road. Ah, uh, in terms of the Silk Road, Tony has been desperate to talk about this. Uh, what's your favorite nudist hotspots? Ah, nudist hotspots on the Silk Road. That's an excellent question. Because there are many, mm-hmm. and and were, and were, uh, Tashkent. Wonderful one there. Um, Samarkand. Wonderful nudist uh, spot there, up on a on a cliff's edge. Mm. Yeah, and um, Do you, uh, so you spent a lot of time at nudist spots. Not a lot of time. Passed through them. I mean, in those times, you if there was a nudist spot, you knew of it. <laughs> you know, and because uh, there wasn't a lot on in those days. Well, never a new. And I remember trying to tell them about (laughs) radio, so that's 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 a good one. Um, And uh, in Jiangping, could be pronouncing that wrong. I've only read it before. Starts with an X, so it should be right. Jiangping. Oh, should be a nude ping, more like. (laughs) That's where a lot of us traders used to go. And um, yeah, wha- yeah, wonderful times. You know, one of the branches of the Silk Road was actually the sea, and the r- <laughs> that's <what> the <laughs> when I, I was a captain of a Roman ship at that time, <laughs> and uh, we would run the silk right round uh, India and straight up uh, the the one of the seas there. <laughs> you know, the one by Egypt, and uh, boom, straight back to Rome. There you go, silk. Not once did we think to, you know, work out how they did it. That came many years later. Later. Are you satisfied with the answer to your question? No. No. No, No, that's fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, you want to go to the nude time traveler. Who's the nude time traveler? I don't know. He's probably got a poster up. 
the, <laughs> the new time traveler. I'd go to that. Yeah, let's go to, I'd go I to probably that. have. Uh, are we any final questions? Yes. Uh, where and when are you from? Where uh, and when? This, that's uh, great. Yeah, this is, we come up against this quite a lot. When and where are you from? Yeah, I know. Identity, that's what it's all about, really. You know, um, born in Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago, and uh, then moved to Canada as a small boy and uh, grew up on a farm there. And then moved to the United Kingdom and uh, lived in London mainly ever since. Yeah, so I would say I'm from Canada, England, and Trinidad. <laughs> I'm from all three of those. Uh, oh, no, uh, uh, 70s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I've still got some of the uh, T-shirts I wore back then. Uh, twice as nice, Trinidad to Tobago. <laughs> still got that T-shirt. You know that's that's what keeps me grounded is being, being uh, what age going were you back there being a white uh, Trinidadian. That's how you feel yeah. at home, I tell you. Maybe a, um, a follow-up could be: uh, What age did you first time travel? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, first time I got a hard on actually. <laughs> uh, no offense, don't mean to be offensive, but you know when you climb the rope in gym class. Do you ever have to climb the rope in gym class? And you're young, and you never had a thought of sex in your um, life but you get this erection it's t incredibly uh, embarrassing so you stay on the rope how long were you up there Tony? a long time in fact I had enough time to time travel off uh, so, hang on. on a wagon train across the west so you were uh, so and then back and uh, well, everything had sorted here. itself you're, you're out you're a teenager or? eight a eight they <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't make you climb a rope. And you time travel Sick. to uh, the wagon trail. Yeah, I was on the wagon is, trail. Now, this is, this is thrown up an interesting thing. Is it the erection that causes you to time travel? <laughs> and then a follow-up. Wow. Can you time travel without an erection? Yes. Yeah, no. Um, it's different things. It's mainly a wormhole just opens up. Okay. Uh, no, I... Uh, so it's, if it's, I it's, not, it's just it's not there's no causation there there's no causal link between yeah the whatever that means <laughs> it doesn't you getting the erection did not lead to you no probably. no I don't think so okay. I don't know why I even brought that up well that's what you there said was at the no time, need of for that at all no no need for that at all mm. you know grasping at straws there mm. but uh, don't do yourself no I was I was about eight first time mm. I think you know can't remember and you went to a wagon trail but actually yeah I do remember scrambling around the forum. As a child, or that could have been me as an adult going back, scrambling around like a child in the in a Roman. Not form. sure, but I do remember listening to Cicero mm. and thinking to myself, "He's wonderful orator." I was listening to Cicero, and I thought, "I really wish I knew how to speak Latin," you know, because it was just straight over my head. Couldn't understand a word of it. That's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes when you time travel, you understand everything being said and yes. you can speak it fluently. That's right. So like it's, in it's nice to know that there's also occasions when that yeah. just doesn't... Some of them you just pick up, some of them you don't. Right. Uh, ancient Mongol, fine. Knew it inside out. Nobody knows it now because there's no way to check on it. Mm. <laughs> but apart from me. Are there any... F further question. Uh, yes. Who's your Meyer the most? Ah. 
I'm going to say Marcus Aurelius, because he was my father. He adopted me. Hang on. And, and, and I looked up to him, you know, uh, and I got him writing. I got him writing his meditations, you know. He was sitting on those ideas. And I said, Dad, Dad, because he spoke Peter, English Peter. to me. That was hard to teach him that, because uh. it hadn't existed yet, You taught him English? Yeah, best I could. What? We had to walk him right through it from uh, <laughs> Angle and Saxon. We. I mean, you as a, a, Me and his other son, Commodus. Who was also English. No. So you've, you've turned up. Nah, we had a Saxon uh, standard bearer. Right. Yeah. G a Germanic one. It just seems it's and, uh, it we just seem very that. likely that you would force your language on him as a lone... I didn't force it. He was my dad. Yeah. And he, and he, you know, he, I, I was the apple of his eye. Mm -hmm. He really loved me. Yeah. Father did. He was so wise. And I said, you better write that down. Not that, but some of his ideas. Uh -huh. You know, he'd be like, you can lead a horse to water. Mm. Water. Mm. <laughs> You can lead a horse. No, I understood. I understood. You can lead a horse to water, water but mm. don't um, wash it. <laughs> uh, um, you know, stuff like that. And I was mm. like, jot that down. I, I'd say I admire him the most. If it's evil, Stalin. But that's not the same as admiration, is it? That's fear. We're getting to the morally uh, grey area of Tony. Oh, look, look, Tony, we should probably draw this to a close. Yep. What's your um, What's your plan now? Do you, are you time travelling oh, anywhere soon? Or straight back home, mm -hmm. and uh, me and the dog time travelling together. Mm -hmm. We are going oh. Byzant Byzantine Empire. We're all about that at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, Poland, little bit of Poland. Mm -hmm. There's a little battle going on between the books and the Bukowskis. Mm -hmm. And uh, really looking forward to that. Kingdom of Lithuania. Wonderful. A uh, bit snowy, but this is the right time of year for that time travel. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, oh, Magyars. Yeah. About to send those guys into the Hungarian plains. Great. Yeah. Well, it looks like we'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> In two weeks' time. Oh, well, thank you everyone for coming and putting up with this uh, whatever type of a voice it is. <laughs> that was the Tony Law Tapes, presented by me, John Luke Roberts, and starring Tony Law. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate and review, as that helps others find out about the show. It was recorded by James Hingley and produced by Ed Morrish. Join us next week. The best gloves I've seen would have had to have been the gloves that Alexander the Great used to wear mm -hmm. when we curled.